0: In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. I'm gonna be honest with you. The future, as great as it may seem, and all the Empiric victories we've been having Across the world And in the United States Locally, everything There is a very Very, very dark Tunnel That most of you are not prepared to go through And we are about to go through it As we spiral into 2024 The chaos That's going to be Unleashed upon us both virally, economically, everything. We are in a absolute nightmare that we have to go through and most of you are not prepared to get ready to go through what we're about to go through. That is the bad news that I have for you today. We can't all live in butterflies and rainbows and live in positivity and thinking that everything's gonna be okay and we're gonna work itself out and we're gonna engineer our ways and and means and everything else. We have got a wide open border. We are in a national debt beyond anything we've ever seen. The markets are being manipulated on all accounts. Our food supply is getting cut off. Our food supply is getting manipulated. We're getting doused with mRNA garbage in every element of our body. And when are we going to stand up? When are we gonna decide in our lives what we want our futures to be? Because now is that time, there is no more sidelines, there's no more waiting. We are past the point of waiting. And unless you get engaged today, Basically, for the rest of your life, your children and children's children may have a future. That's the bad news. That's the bad news. And we're all going into Christmas, and everybody wants to go to sleep, and everybody wants to pretend that it's all happy love and what's great, and Donald Trump has the victory in sights, and there is nothing that can stop him. He is an unstoppable train. Yeah. I got a bridge to sell you. Do you not think, do you not think these predators, these elitists, these people that have had this country captured for decades don't have a bunch of tricks up their sleeve? Yeah, we saw through the Ukrainian war. Yeah, we're seeing through the Israeli war. Yeah, we saw through the next lockdown that they're attempting to do. We didn't see through the first one. That caught everybody flat-footed. And most of you, most of you went along with it. It wasn't more than three years ago that we were doing events at the Capitol trying to raise awareness for the oncoming lockdown, the lockdown itself, the oncoming vaccine that they didn't roll out yet. And there were only 14 people there. Everybody thought I was crazy. Everybody thought it was insane and that would never happen. They would never shut down the economy. They would never do this. They would never go to the amount of lengths to mask our kids, to lie to us, to experiment on us. Do you understand the world we now live in? The reality is We've been living in this world for a long time. Most of you have been asleep. But it's time to stand up and reevaluate your life. Because we only have a very, very small fraction. Until I predict massive uh, power outages, cyber outages... Uh, In the name of safety, security, these new election fronts that are malinformation, disinformation, misinformation called the MDM, which is rolling out in Oregon. I want to talk about it. I also want to talk about the Venus Project today and how that plays a part with this Agenda 2020, Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050. And if you don't know what these are, you need to look it up. Mass extermination of the masses, mass extermination of the population, replacement migration, robot takeover. When you go into a self-checkout, yeah, that's an incremental rollout of the robot takeover. How many jobs were killed by doing that? How much has customer service gone down since they put the tablets on the freaking table when you go to a restaurant? You got to self-checkout. You got to check out yourself. You know what the waitresses do now? You know what the waiters do? They give you your food. I was at, I was at uh, uh, a, a chain restaurant the other day. Dude walks up. Hey, what do you guys want to drink? Okay. That's it. He, and he walked away. Came back. Here you go. Okay. All right. All right, bro. That, that, that's your concept of service? Maybe he was having a bad day. But after that, we never saw him again after we got our food. We never saw him again. There was no follow-up. So you're like, uh, okay, well, uh, how do I pay? Oh, there's a tablet on the the table. They don't want the engagement. They're trying to eradicate the hospitality and public service and just service-based jobs themselves and people. They want to get you used to using robots, which is why it drives me crazy. Every time you try to call some company because you got a question about your bill or you want to pay a bill or you want to inquire about some services or whatever, everybody's got this automated service answering system and it takes you 15 minutes of your life to even talk to a human. How frustrating is that? How frustrating when you have a real concern and you have nobody to talk to, nobody to address it, nothing to do. What do you do? You just go about your merry way and you're like, oh, okay, well, it must not matter that much. And then you, you just decide, okay, well, that's fine. I'm going to still shop there. I'm still going to do this. I'm still going to be attached at the hip to my cell phone. So here's the, here's the thing. This is, and this is the premise of the entire show today. How do you feel our future is going to be. Do you really think that we have a chance? Or do you think that we've already been outpaced by AI and technology? Because I still, I was driving down the freeway yesterday. Some girl was driving down the fast lane watching a freaking movie on her phone. In the fast lane. Watching a movie. So if we can't detach From the rest of the world and from this digital gulag space, how are we ever going to reconstruct our lives out of this system? Is it too late? That's a real question. Is it too late? Because a lot of these elitists seem to think so. They seem to think that they already have our number. And they're going to be moving forward with their agenda as they roll out more of this censorship, which, oh, yes, they're announcing it everywhere. Everywhere. And more stuff came out the other day. More stuff came out of this MDM information thing, misdismal information contract with with Logically AI for the state of Oregon. But it's happening everywhere everywhere so once they roll it out because I guarantee you it's pretty much already rolled out (laughs) let's just just tell you that's a secret it's a secret that's not really a secret if you haven't figured out how these people work with their leaks and their little uh, marketing ploys which seems like a news report which actually is just propaganda and it's just them incrementally introducing this stuff to you. To where It's like, oh, okay, you know, we're not, like, it's, it's, it's a classic Fauci, right? He did it the best because in one end of his mouth, he was like, masks don't work. They never worked. It's, it's more of a novelty. Makes people feel better. And on the other side, he's like, you need to double mask and wear two masks if you want to protect yourselves from the droplets. So it's gaslighting at its finest. It's double speak. But they have to tell you. Because in return, they're introducing the new mechanisms. And there is so much information now coming out in regards to this AI technology that is gonna counter mis, dis and malinformation on the internet to preserve the integrity of the internet. I'm going to I'm going to play you a report where they talk about this where they are using this infrastructure to start censoring people. And they're stating that they're using it to censor bots online, which we all know that there's bots online. And that's that's what these things are really for. They're not actually silencing people and censoring people. They would never do that. And if it wasn't for Elon Musk's uh you know, bold move to buy Twitter. Think of how much darker the internet would be. Yeah, there's all these little beacons of hope. Rumble's killing it, doing really good. Uh, You know, Twitter or X now is, is, is killing it. And there's all these other platforms that you can go on and stuff like that. But, you know, and with every censorship, there's some new form of information. But if you guys are not prepared for all this to get shut off, They can shut off the internet. How are you going to communicate? How are you going to communicate? Do you guys already have small groups set up, communities uh, around, ready for this? Do you have destination locations, routines, things like that? Communication, addresses, phone numbers? You don't, do you? Because we're so interdependent on the internet, we think it's always going to be there. How did people live before the internet existed? That's the million dollar question. That's what everybody's going to be asking themselves when it shuts off. And they say, oh, the internet's just too insecure. And there's all this misinformation of these Russian bots online. So we had to shut it down. But if you want to get back on, we got this new Fed Now CBDC program that you can sign up today. It's free. And get on the internet, too. And with that, you get an internet ID. Yeah, just sign here, sign here, sign here. Follow these terms and conditions. They're going to uh, they're gonna get into your medical records, too. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, we'll be tracking you, you know, just because we want to make sure that the AI bots aren't, uh, aren't, aren't overwhelming you from being able to connect to your friends and family. Are we that stupid? We're going to fall into that because i'm telling you right now that's exactly what's coming so when you see all this stuff talking about how great uh the system is and we're beating them and everything else yeah i think they're playing possum and they're just toying with us to give us these small victories to make us think that we're winning which is going to put us back to sleep and make everybody sit back down because they're really getting just ready to strike now They're going to strike hard and they're going to strike fast. They're going to hit us in many, many, many different ways. Not only will I think it be tied to the economy, but I do think this new mystery virus, which we knew was coming, because what happens when you take the mystery shot, aka the COVID shot? What does it do? Destroys your immune system. What does that do? Make you susceptible to pretty much anything on earth. You can die from a, a cold, a common cold. People die. Because when you don't have an immune system, how are you going to fight anything off? Which it's the perfect delivery system. It's the perfect weapon because our bodies all are, uh, uh, they are sensitive to different things. And so there's all these different influx and diseases happening everywhere. Children getting sick, children having heart attacks. That's never been heard of since they rolled this out. Are we going to go along with this? Are we going to get off the couch and decide to start making a difference? And the way that we do that is through spreading this information, getting informed, and finding alternative forms of communication within our communities and getting ready for what's to come. Because the more we're prepared now, the better suited we'll be for leadership in the near future. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Joshua and Michael, non-compliant America. That's right. People ask, why non-compliant America? Why do you call it non-compliant America? What does that even mean? Well, I mean, do you really have to ask? The key to fighting this entire thing is non-compliance. Peaceful non-compliance. Just straight up non compliant. That's the way we win. That's the way we take things to the next level. That's the way we take ourselves off of the system. We get off of the tit of the New World Order system that's trying to induct our population and the entire planet into a digital space to be able to incrementally and selectively turn off our monetary systems. Our ways and means of travel, i.e. electric cars, which are all tied into the 5G grid. Food supply chains, food supply systems, the inability to have water, preserve, uh, save wealth, have any savings. Anything like that. They want to be able to control it all. Imagine if your neighbor could control your wallet you trust them, let alone some oligarch worth trillions of dollars who openly says he wants to exterminate the planet? Do you really trust that? I don't. You know, I love my neighbor, but I don't trust him. Because we have to protect ourselves, and that's the basis of the American system. That's the basis of our Constitution. That's the basis of the Ten Commandments. That's the entire purpose. It's for us and our ability to protect ourselves, preserve our wealth, have privacy and security within our own household. That's the point. And so what's challenging is we've centralized so much communication, i.e. the Internet. We've centralized distribution, i.e. big farming, uh, medical, big hospitals, big pharma our safety, security, everything. We've centralized it rather than decentralize. Being decentralized makes it harder for things to be controlled. And so that's why they're trying to centralize our election system. Because it's broken, right? It's broken. Well, we know it's broken. The mail-in ballot system does not work. I don't care What kind of garbage that you want to spread and tell me that it's safe and effective? It doesn't. It doesn't work. One day, one vote, one person, in-person voting with ID. That's the key. Argentina just did it. And look who they voted for. Look how that worked out for them. Do you think somebody like that would get a vote in a mail-in voting system here? No, not in a million years. Do you think that they aren't conjuring up... Millions of different plans to try to dilute, keep Donald Trump from getting in office. Absolutely. Why do they not want him in office so bad? That's the million dollar question. That's a million dollar question. Do they not have his number? Do they not have him figured out by now? You know, he isn't honestly my first pick, but is he the best we have in the given situation? Yes, he's hijacked the entire system. Everything is about Trump now. Trump this, it's Trump's party, it's Trump's people, it's MAGA people. It's not about Americans, it's not American people, anything like that. But he's the best we got right now, and we have to blow the doors off of this stronghold of a system, and it's happening. Johnson, uh, in the House of Representatives, is slaying them by releasing all of those tapes, uh, the January 6th tapes. Um, it's just been an absolute obliteration and notice you're not hearing anything more about the supposed insurrection. It's wild, but I want to talk about the Venus project because I think that ties in with the agenda 2020, 2030, uh, and 2050, the Venus project. There's a guy, uh, he was a futurist. His name was Jacques Fresca or something like that. But basically, he adopted uh, and created all these future visionary elements of what the world could be if we centralized resources, had community, uh, and, uh, and everybody was all working together with these centralized systems through technology and evolving and utilizing all of the technology uh, for the greater good of humanity to preserve humanity. Uh, Because we're going in a a bad area. But if you look at the Venus Project and the concepts and the visions and everything else, this is exactly almost to a T of all these oligarchs of what they're adopting and where they're pushing things toward. So their vision is intelligently managing resources for all inhabitants of humanity and otherwise. And the values... Balance and opposition, everything's about equality and balancing resources and balancing this and doing that. And they're trying to roll out the technology to do that. But this thing has been going on for a long time. And in a perfect world, if man wasn't involved, if they haven't already showed their hand what they're willing to do and how they're willing to have selective enforcement on certain things, i.e., the J6 prisoners that are still locked up, by the way. Even though it's all come out, it's all BS. They're still locked up. What about Derek Chauvin? Who was stabbed 22 times in federal prison the other day. And that was the guy, the arresting officer for George Floyd. The guy that OD'd. Where they said that the officer killed him. Yeah. Yeah but nobody says anything. Turns out the guy that stabbed him was an FBI informant for years. Hmm, do you not think there's a cover-up going on there? Why is he even still in jail? Why is he still in jail? We all know what the real story was. We all know that he died from a fentanyl overdose. That officer didn't kill him. It's all been laid out. We all know. Why is the guy still in prison? But now they're trying to take him out. The day after Thanksgiving, the guy stabbed him 22 times. His name was Ters- Tersak. So there's just a bigger picture going on here, folks. And so I want to talk more about the Venus Project, on how it plays in, how do we counter it, because it sounds good, but not with these oligarchs in control of the, of the hen house. So we'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10. It's your host, Joshua Michael. Alright, welcome back, folks. Yeah, some heavy stuff. It's not things that you're going to hear on the radio all the time. Not going to talk about the Israel-Palestine conflict. I don't care about that. I don't care about that. That stuff doesn't matter. That's another slush fund for our government, which I think is essentially captured by Israel. Yes, most senators, most congressmen, most people in office, they have to pledge allegiance to Israel. Think about that. That's kind of weird. I don't know about you. So I'm not going to talk about that because I don't think it matters. I think it's another distraction, to be honest with you. And disagree with me, please do. Write me at jmnoncompliantamerica.com. Everybody's all sensitive about this whole topic. Oh, you can't do that. The anti-Semitism that's going on in the world. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a horrible thing. There's a lot of horrible things going on. There's a lot of selective outrage that's going on around the world. Because if you got that same outrage, why are we not talking about the Uyghurs? Or all the small tribes that are getting eradicated in Africa. Real genocide. Going on out there, so I don't want to hear about your moral high ground or, or or BS, because it's selective outrage. And yeah, it's a terrible thing. People shouldn't be, you know, harassing Jewish people. They also shouldn't be harassing Christians or Muslims, especially in America. We all know in different parts of the world, which is why everybody wants to come here. Different parts of the world. That's that's a normal thing. One of the most racist countries in the world is probably China. Nobody wants to talk about China. Everybody's so sensitive about that and the real Uyghur camps that are going on and anybody that speaks out against it gets censored, deplatformed and ruined because the Chinese communist state is captured and they're living amongst us, even within our own Republican party in Oregon. And you all know who or you I'm talking about. It goes deep, even down to Marion County. Who do you think that guy's in bed with? The very own, the very own Marion County. Come on, guys. So this thing is not just across the country and across the world that we need to worry about. We have people in our own backyard that we have to worry about. The question is, who's the leaderships? Who's going to be leaders? Who's going to step up and do what needs to be done? And there's sacrifices that go in with that. There's sacrifices on being in the forefront. There's sacrifices on leadership. There's sacrifices. There's a reason that all the leaders, all the major leaders, big people that run businesses or run big major campaigns or political figures or anything else, despite what they percep- their perception is of they have this perfect household and perfect family and everything else, that's all usually smoke and mirrors. Because unless they have another alpha as a wife that understands the game, that understands the media, that understands the press and the public persona and the public perspective, most people can't handle it because it's not what it looks like on TV. Behind the scenes, there is a massive amount of sacrifice that goes into doing things that involve the public. I'll just tell you that out the gate. I was in the music industry for 13 years, 15 years. And everything that everybody saw was not what it was really like. I would show up at an, at an event at five in the morning and start unloading the truck, doing sound checks by noon, sitting around, getting everything set up, doing everything that needs to be do. Then you go perform. Then you have to greet the audience. Then after that, you don't go to the after party where everybody goes. I got to tear the stage down. And so my ritual, I would typically be eating, you know, sherrys at 3.30 in the morning, you know, with the small crew uh, that we would do the event for. And that's the reality. That's the rock star life. That's the reality. If you want to make change, if you want to be successful, those are the types of things that you have to do. You have to go above and beyond. And with that, if I had a wife at home at the time, which I didn't, And if I had kids and all that, could you imagine the level of strain that goes in to doing that? Most relationships can't handle it. It's like going away in prison, right? If a guy is married, he goes away to prison for five years. Think of the strain that it does for that family. What about if he goes away for service and he goes and serves and goes to Iraq or whatever? That still puts a strain on the family. Being a public figure is the same type of thing, except your whole house and your whole livelihood is under a microscope. And so that takes a very special kind of person to go through and be able to sift all that. And what I notice around here, there's a lot of people that like to hang out on the sidelines and they never actually put themselves in the forefront, in the limelight, And everybody's staring at each other in an empty field, waiting for the next victim to go out there and put themselves out there to make a stand because they get so fed up where they have to make a stand. But rather than having all of the support, the real support that's needed with the masses, everybody's sitting on the sidelines critiquing and criticizing that person. He should have done this. He should have done that. He should have done this. It's like, okay, you get out there. You show, us how it, you show us how it's done. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't do that. I have responsibilities. I have a job. I have this. I have that. How long are we going to be making excuses to not do what we know needs to be done and to do the right thing? Do we have to lose everything? Does the economy have to completely collapse? Does your business have to go under completely? Do you have to become bankrupt? Oh, okay, now, now I have all this time. Now I, now I can do it. The fact is, folks, is the entire premise and the success that we've had as a country for hundreds of years was the entire premise of public service that the average citizen got involved with. And there wasn't so much criticism with, oh, this guy, did you hear that? Did you hear about John? Oh, John, you know, he did this, he did that. Yeah, he's, he's filing this lawsuit against this corrupt Secretary of State, but, you know, we, we just, <clears throat> we can't be affiliated with him because he's having marital problems. Really? Okay. Who hasn't had marital problems? Who doesn't have problems? Yeah, things kind of get out there. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, but is that the end-all, be-all? Does that detract? Are we that shallow of people that we're like, oh, well, you know, this guy's got personal problems going on in his life, so we can't support the great things that he's actually doing? We're going to talk about this, right? Because if you can't find anybody better to do it, and that person's willing to do it, Shouldn't we get behind them? I think we should, if that's the best we got. Because guess what? Everybody's leaving Oregon. Everybody's getting out of here, running like the wind, because they see this as an already existing fallen state. And there's no leadership actually getting out in the forefront because everybody's sitting on the sidelines waiting for the guy next to him to do it. Oh, well, you go first. No, you go first. You go first. No, you go first. Do you see the conundrum that we're in? Do you see the paradigm? Do you see? We haven't even begun to take the first step. And it seems that everybody that takes the step is getting destroyed because we're so divided as a country, because the the precedent and the, the bar is set so high as a conservative Republican of where people need to be in their life. In order for you to respect them and listen to them. Really? We're not forgiving? We can't understand. We can't have two sides of the story or three sides of the story, as my mom always said. We can't have that. We can't be more reasonable and open as a party. To, because here's the thing. There's a lot of Democrats falling off the Democrats. And they're mostly going in Oregon. They're mostly going to independents because the Republicans are so judgmental and just so confined and, and almost as bad as the Democrats. They're almost the same party. Now, there's a lot of good things happening and there's a giant real wave that's happening and real leadership people are rising. So I don't want to be all gloom and doom and negative but the, but, the, but the basis of this thing is to what point is enough for you to become a PCP, go to these local county meetings, and see what's really going on. See who the leaders are. Because if you go to like the Marion County meetings, which I've been to a couple, you're like, this is the best we got? This is the leadership. This is the best we got. I know 50 other business owners, successful people that feel the same way that I feel. But guess what? They're at home. They're going on vacation. They're going up to the lake. They're doing this. They have their heads in the sand. I know a guy who gives money to the Democrats and he specifically said I give I donate to the Democrats too even though he's not a Democrat he's, be- he's like because as they rise up to power I don't want him to come after my company and my business that guy is a coward and pathetic but he could potentially be a great leader but he doesn't try nobody tries so what do we do? We're gonna talk about this money. misinformation, disinformation and the Venus be Project, they Be right. Never back. Slack, hey, yeah. me and my buddy we hard for this money. Hey, welcome back folks. Non-compliant America. That's the key, that's what you're listening to. You're on KSLM 104.3 FM, 12.20 AM. And I've kind of thrown out the deck today on getting the into some of these the news, news stories I want to talk about uh, because I'm just having one of those days. I haven't slept. My dog uh, hasn't been feeling well and keeping me up all night. And so, you know, I'm five days in with no sleep, folks. And yes, it does happen. Still got to wake up. Still got to do what you got to do. You know, and here we are. And so you're getting raw me today. (laughs) No filter. Which is fine. Because this is my show. This is what I got to do. You know, you don't like it? That's fine. That is totally fine. Um, You don't have to like or agree with me all the time. But it makes for great debate. It makes for great discussion. I'm willing to have a discussion about all of this stuff with anybody. Anytime, even if you want to come on my show, let's talk about it. But bring your facts, bring your information, because I want to not just spew out a bunch of stuff. I want to have a real discussion. Because I want to know, I guess the topic has become, where's the leadership at? And who do we need to get behind in order to push these agendas forward? Who's up and coming? That isn't just a self-serving sellout trying to get clicks online and seem relevant, seem like they're on top of a movement. Who's really actually selfish, selfless, selflessly trying to push things forward for the greater good? Who? Please point them to me. Please point them to me. And if they have a real, real chance. Right. Anyways, just a real quick little tidbit. I can't really get into it. I'm going to post it in my podcast, noncompliantamerica.com. There's a New Zealand whistleblower that exposes mass death following the Pfizer jab. In some cases, there are people dying in upwards of 20% who got the jab. So we tracked them by the lot number and related to that. But that is a giant Bombshell report. But it just goes with the conspiracy, which is no longer a conspiracy. And you actually can't say conspiracy anymore. Uh, that the fact that they are exterminating us, folks. And yes, being around unvaccinated people, dating unvaccinated people is a thing. I saw an article a couple weeks ago. These women are seeking unvaccinated sperm. Because those are the only potent ones left. There's a million movies that kind of foreshadow all of this stuff. We're not living in a movie. We're living in reality. This is our life. This is our future. I know it's hard. I know it's overwhelming. I know we just want to go back into our lives because we just had three years of hell. And we want to go back and sneak back into our lives and preserve some type of humanity back and just enjoy times with our kids, enjoy times with our families And not be so segregated. Oh, this person's vaccinated, this person's unvaccinated. Notice nobody asks about that anymore. Nobody's talking about that. I am because it's still there. These people are still petri dishes of a bioweapon that we're just now kind of scratching the surface and figuring out what it was. And if they were too stupid. To fall for all this propaganda, and it's sad, some really smart people, some really great people, some people that have died because of that, because they experimented on all of us, they, run a, they ran a mass psyop, basically on the entire planet, to get people to inject themselves with this crap. And so, what is the segue? It's the it's the Venus project. You can go to the venusproject.com and it talks about it. It's their whitewash version of all the things that they're trying to do. Quarantine us. Oh, New York authorities can now quarantine people against their will after this court decision. The New York Supreme Appellate Court has overturned a decision in a lawsuit over the state's unreasonable COVID-19 regulations. And a move that could pave the way for quarantine camps in New York. Yes, you read that right. Don't say it's never going to happen. Don't say it can't happen because anything can happen now if we allow it. And if we don't, this is the importance of all the things that I'm talking about, is to better prepare you for what's to come. Hopefully it never comes. But if you're prepared, it's more likely not to come. Do you understand? It's more likely not to happen if they know what their targeted attacks are going to do are going to be ineffective. For example, if we all grew our own food and we were all self-sufficient, they shut down the trucks, they raised the gas prices to $15 a gallon for diesel, and all of a sudden all the truck companies stop or food prices go through the roof. If you got your own food, you don't need to go to the store. You're all right. You'll be all right. Business as usual. But if you don't have your own food, what are you doing? Oh, please, please, please. What, do I, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I'm starving. My family's starving. Look at my poor child is starving. Is that your fault? Eh, kind of. Should you have been better prepared? Yes. Should you have listened to Joshua Michael, Non-Compliant America? Maybe. You sound crazy sometimes? Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. But we've, we've got to take a step back and realize how domesticated we've become. But we also have to look forward in what's to come and what they're planning on doing. This is a big year. This 2024 election is going to be ginormous because all the Democrats are leaving the Democratic Party. They have no base. They have no movement. And now, not that it's not been that way, because it has, they've, they've been a regional party for years. But now it's out in the open. Now people are coming forward like Tucker Carlson speaking out. Went from getting 6 million views on Fox News to 100 million on Twitter. Think of his reach. 100 million views per video. Unbelievable. But I was listening to this Elon Musk clip and I want to play it where he tells advertisers to go F off. Um, I want to play that because he says something that I've been saying that's very key uh, to it, and I'm going to play just a small blip of it, but he talks about the court of public opinion. He said the real courts don't matter. These things don't matter. It's all about what earth will think because he he understands the dynamic of that, it's all about us. It's the court of public opinion that's going to push us to this future. Take a listen. Apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. They stop. You hope uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise. No. What do you mean? If if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money? yourself but go yourself (laughs) is that clear i hope it is hey bob you're in the audience well well, let me ask you then that's how i feel don't advertise fantastical by elon musk calling him out calling a a squirrel a squirrel but later on he goes into uh how he doesn't care and that earth will decide because he understands the dynamic of the court of public opinion and that's the way we get out of this folks is the non-compliance and non complying to these systems being involved being engaged telling all your friends and family about the oncoming battle that we're underway right now and get people out of their trance You're listening to non-compliant America. I'm Joshua Michael. Have a great week. Reaching for something you got that